Welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. Thank you for joining us for our inaugural trilogy. These first three chapters serve as an introduction to our characters. They are best thought of as a supplemental to the main story, which begins with chapter four. In these first three chapters, each player answers some fairly basic questions regarding their character's background. We set this up so that everyone could have a basic understanding of the characters before jumping into the action. As part of the survey, each player also describes a smaller quest they performed that involved another player before the start of the story. That is to say, they describe how they thought it went. Each character introduction ends with us playing out that impromptu quest to discover what really happened. As a bit of a warning, I will tell you that all three chapters were recorded in a single sitting, and during this time we had the name of an alter ego change from Arwen to Kara. Those names are used interchangeably in these episodes, and I apologize for any confusion, but don't worry, the names are all settled starting at chapter four. With that out of the way, I welcome you to our story. All right, Shannon. Yes. Let's let's get an introduction to your character. Let's do. So, I love this guy. please, who are you first? Well, my name is Arnis Gray, or as I am known when I'm performing, Gray the Great. I love it. I love it. So that would make you a bard then. Yes. Good. I am a half elf bard. Raised by my human father, hence the last name Gray. Okay, so uh, you've been staying in the city for a while now. How long have you been here, and what do you do? I have sort of been here since I attended. We'll call it the local bard college. Okay. Um, and when was that? How long ago was that? That was. Let's see. How was a four-year institution? Two-year. I would assume, you get a certificate? I would assume two or three, like not a full... It's not a well-rounded education. Otherwise, I'd have more intelligence. Aww. Oh, want, want. All right. We'll, we'll say it here. was like six or seven years ago. Oh. Um, so it's, it's been a, a while. Well, but I haven't been in the city all that time. But you first moved here six, seven years ago. Yeah. To do my Bard College thing. And then once I was finished, I got hooked up at the local tavern. I'm not there permanently. Like, I go off and travel and do things around, and then I come back, and I'm at the tavern for a little while, and then I go off again. That's fine. Mostly in town, are you performing for money, or do you have some other job that you do? I perform for money at the local tavern. All right. Who is your closest acquaintance here in Karami? My closest acquaintance is, in fact, the same dude as... 
as Vale's closest uh, acquaintance. Or as you would know her, so, Arwen. Arwen, yes. So my closest acquaintance is the tavern owner where I work. Because oh, this guy's going to need a name. He, Poor gal. Um, Poor gal. Yeah, that's he, why I said they in my... I, I assume it's a dude. I attended Bard College with him, but he dropped out and bought a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. He's a barred dropout tavern owner. Yes. He dropped out and bought a bar, and that's why I always kind of have a spot at the at the tavern. That's well, a good thing, because otherwise you'd be barred from the barred bar. Oh, I love it. I love it too much. <laughs> You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. I was so excited when I came up with that idea. I was like, yes, this is amazing. Okay, someone here in the city considers you an enemy. Okay. Who are they and why? So, like I said, I'm not always in the bar. Mm-hmm. I go off and I travel and then I come back. But because the bar owner and I are such good friends, I always have a spot at the bar. So when I'm not there, there's a substitute bard that comes in and plays. And they hate the fact that I keep coming back and they keep losing their job. I have no idea that they don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There's just someone you could bump into on the street that would be like... Hate you, try to stab you in the neck, and to be like, "Why are you stabbing me in the neck? Like, Why are you angry at me?" I don't even what know instrument do they play, or how is it they perform in a bardic manner? Mm. They're a storyteller or a singer, musician. They juggle. Oh, <laughs> no wonder they keep getting fired. <laughs> they juggle and they do some like acrobatic type things, okay. but some balance stuff because you can't really do flips and stuff in a bar, right? So. Uh, a juggler and a tumbler. What a clown! Within the past year, someone important to you in the city has died. Who were they, and what do you know about the circumstances? My primary teacher slash mentor at Bard College, whose name I also didn't come up with, recently passed away. He was really old. Okay, just natural causes. Yep, natural causes, nothing suspicious about it. He was a really old dude, and he died. Died of old. (laughs) Died of old. Yes. Got it. Before he passed, were the two of you on good terms? Yes. Yeah, we were quite close. Good to know. Please have close connections so they can be used to hurt you. Well, he's already dead, so... (laughs) His memory lives on, right? That's true. He was probably a really good bard. He was. He was an excellent bard. What did he do? What was his skill of note? He was an actor. Oh, all right. So, at what are you most skilled? I can make friends with anyone. You know those people that will become best friends with people in line at the grocery store? Mm-hmm. That is me. I'm that guy. But if I talk to somebody for five minutes, we will be best friends. Okay. You're really good at making friends. That's yes. perfectly all right. So, then, what are you least skilled at? I am least skilled at what I call maining, maintaining... Lasting intimate relationships, and I don't mean Aww. like I don't mean like in a sexual way. I just mean like maintaining long term like close friendships, like people that I know a lot about. They know a lot about me mm-hmm. because I just I I wander around too much. So you don't mean in a sexual way, but you don't mean not in a sexual way, right? Well, I mean like both, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking about like Got close it. friends, but also like there's no there's no one. Uh... RNS can go to really open up to. Right. Especially now that your mentor's dead. Right. And my, you know, I like the bar owner, but... But no? But, I mean, like, we're we're friends, but I'm not going to spill all my, like, deepest stuff to the guy. 
All right. He's a bartender. He talks to people for a living. He does. Sure, sure does. Right. And so do I. <laughs> so what's Arnis's favorite way to unwind, and how do others view this? <laughs> After I'm done playing for the evening, I like to shut down the bar. So I like to drink with the customers until we have to kick everybody out. And because I'm so good at making friends, the <laughs> bar owner, name yet to be determined, loves me. Because people stay and continue buying drinks on drinks on drinks until last call. Okay. The bartender loves it. Yes. Do all of the patron the, the patrons like it too? At the time, yes. The next day, sometimes no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bartender loves it. Patrons. Depends on how good they are with the with a hangover. Uh let's see. I want to give this guy a name now. We're settled on him being a male? Yeah. Okay. I say so. Vale over there doesn't care. Ooh. How do you feel about Tobard? Sounds great. What do you fear the most? Dying alone. Oh, gotta make this just such a downer. The irony was too good. Can't maintain lasting relationships, but fears dying alone. Yep. The irony was too good not to do that. Mm. No, it is a good one. Okay. How old are you? 35. Okay, so death is a while away. Yes. If you live out a full natural yes. life. I am slightly past what is considered, like, adulthood, meaning, mm. like, I have obtained adulthood okay. plus a few years, but I'm I'm not close to death, so... You've got some time. Oh, yeah. So, who or what will you always make time for? It has to be somebody, oh, something did. that exists still. So, I, I will always make time for... We'll call them my mentors, right? Because mm -hmm. so I had, like, it used to be primarily my, like, the dude that's now mm -hmm. dead. But I will kind of always make time for the other people that taught me my craft. Do you ever go visit your mentor's grave? Occasionally. <laughs> Do you worship a god? If so, which one? I was brought up worshiping the human god. Mm-hmm. I human god once again being Adaris. But I don't so much anymore. So Adaris, but not really. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. You ever go to church? Nope. No, sir. Also fine. Much like Vale worked with you to take down a protection racket, mm -hmm. you worked with someone else here to complete a task or job for somebody else. What did you do? Who was this with? What was the fallout? Oh, I pick a different one? Yeah. Oh, dang it. No, sorry, no sharing there. Oh, poo. Mm. It could still be with him, with her, That's fine. with yeah. Vale, but it has to be a separate thing where they came to you first. This was like your task, and they were helping out. Oh, dang. I don't know. <laughs> dang it. Um. Did you perform for somebody of note? <gasps> Go for it. Did. Okay. The local nobles held a party. All right. <laughs> and... Who was there? We've got two choices here. His parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, he would have had to been there, too. Oh, you had to he be there. He has to be there. He was helping oh. out in some way. It's oh, very likely been, I would have been there. That would have been before I got there. Okay, so here's what happened. The local nobles <laughs> held a party. Mm -hmm. And they needed a bard. All right. And I this like guy it. came to me, and he said, I hear you're the best. <laughs> and wow. I said, well, great's in my name. <laughs> He Great has spent a lot of time in a monastery, to be fair, so no counting for taste. Oh, what was he worried about that he wanted me, me? to defuse? Yeah. 
Is there some sort of tension among the nobles? Is there a relationship that needs to be kept hush-hush? Was there a distraction that was needed? Probably not a distraction, but there would definitely be some um, hurt feelings over various business dealings. Mm -hmm. So it might have been a just try and make sure everything stays peaceful. Got okay. it. I, he wanted me there to say diffuse tension. Yeah, yeah. We'll call it that. Which is one of the things that I'm pretty good my, at. My family's kind of shady business-wise. Mm-hmm. So they probably have some business associates that are not too happy with them. So they would have wanted to be sure that, you know, things went super straight. Okay. Question for you, them, Master Darvin. How did you pair? Uh, like in what currency or where did it come from? No, it could be currency... A favor, goods. If it came from somewhere special or hush hush, that's also cool to know. Like, did you just give her a sack full of money or I promises? Mean, I mean, it would have come from my new parents. Coat. It would have come from my parents. Okay. So I would have arranged payment probably in money, unless he asked for something else. Okay. No, it's fine. no, it's up to you. You're you're the one doing the hiring, Sweet. and you also have a much higher station than her, so you could just say, "No, take this. It's what we're paying you." That's, you didn't want a free cat? Too bad. That's probably what it was. They probably offered you a small sum of money. That's fair. I take it. I live above a bar. Okay. Uh, how did that work out? What was the fallout of this situation? Did you diffuse the tension, or did it go poorly? I will say I felt like I diffused the tension. All right, Nate. You, sorry, mm-hmm. Darvin. You were there. Did it work out? Um. Was it a good party, or are there some people who are upset with each other or with your family? You know, it, it was mostly okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't perfect, but it was mostly okay. okay. There are some people who are a little upset by it. So solid B-minus performance. Yeah. I'll take it. Sorry. Some of her songs were a little lewd, and it pissed off some of our, you know. It will be some of his songs. His. Right. Sorry. Some of his songs That's were a okay. little lewd. And it may, it may have offended some of our more offendable mm. business relationships. Mm. Sorry, bro. That's, that's all right. Oh, I forgot to ask, since you are a bard, what instrument are you playing? A lute. You do play the lute. I play the lute. Felt classically bardy. That means if you kill another bard, you can loot a new lute. Hmm? If they play the lute. Where does your lute come from? Oh, yeah. My dad gave it to me. Oh. Was your dad a bard? Maybe no. he was a luthier. Was it just or, a present to like celebrate you going into school? Or he was like he was a like a bard sort of. Meaning like he was a musician. Okay. But he wasn't quite bard level. But he saw something in me, that he, so he, like, handed down. So he's that guy who goes out and, like, plays on his porch every now and again, but you're yeah. way better at it? Yeah. Okay. I surpassed okay. him in skill. He handed down the loot to me and sent me off to bard college. That's very nice. I hope Same he stays man. alive and well forever. Not how much better you were then? I'm sure he won't. <laughs> knowing you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is he the, he's the human one, right? Yeah. Okay. No reason. I hate you. <laughs> Alright, I think that's it, unless there's any last details about your character you want to share right now. I don't think so. Okay. Alrighty. We have the nobles party between Aranus and Master Darvin. This was Aranus's story. Little side job from the past. Master Darvin, you said your parents put this party together, yes? Yes. Alright. Both of them? No, just, well, the dad and stepmom. Oh, that's right. Mom's dead. Yeah. Yeah, stepmom. Aaron is. It's a rather slow night at the Bard's Rest, and a messenger shows up, and he has a small little letter. He hands it to you, and inside is an invitation to the residence of Master Grimm, 
or Lord Grimm, we'll say. Good old Darwin's daddy. I request to join him for an offer of employment. When does it say I should go? See him during the day sometime. Tomorrow. So you're able to finish up your set tonight, get yourself however presentable you want to go meet Lord Grimm. Do you get any extra fancily dressed or anything? What do you wear to go to his house? Well, if it's for an offer of employment, I probably put on almost the same thing I would wear at the bar, one of my kind of performing costumes, right? Okay. So he knows what he's getting. Sure. You're in a nice outfit. And you have to go to the east side of town. So through the Stone Pass, where there are guards and wagons going about, uh, until you get to Lord Grimm's Manor. And you are escorted in. He is in his study. Find some books. And the servant announces you. And he welcomes. Yes, yes, come in. Come in. I heard you've been making a name for yourself down on the West End. Well, I do what I can, sir. How would you like to earn some respectable money? Not meaning to cause offense, of course, but it would depend on the job. Oh, oh, yes, of course. I wish to hire you for your talents as ah. a musician. Ah, okay. <laughs> In which uh, case, then, of course. You're going to be having a little uh, a soiree here in a few evenings. And let's just say I would like everybody to have a good time. Okay. Do you that's, think you could provide that? That's usually something I aspire to, so okay. yes. I can right. do my best, of course. Very well, very well. You know, my son is visiting. Work with him. He calls you in, Darwin. Darwin, Darwin, there's somebody I would like you to meet. This is, um, I do apologize, Aranus? Aranus. Aranus. My apologies. Okay. He will be performing for us at the soiree. Please fill him in on the particulars, which you know to be keeping peace between two families that will be at this party. There will be Lord Sifuentes and Lady Marimore. Uh, they do not like each other one bit, wow. but it is important to your father that they remain on good terms while at this party. Lord Syphilis and Lady... Ooh, boy. <laughs> uh, Lord Sifuentes. Sifuentes, got And Mary- Lady Marymore. Marymore. Can I clarify something real quick? Yes. Because I feel like I left this kind of blank, but I think I figured it out. So, like, most of the time, I'm at the monastery, mm-hmm. right? But when deemed safe... Uh, make appearances at part family things mm-hmm. occasionally and meet with my parents occasionally. Yeah, we will say this is an occasion where he notified you in advance there was to be an event and that it at was the safe. manor. It was safe and he needed you there. Okay, cool. Um, probably to handle this situation. He doesn't deal directly with contractors aside from, you know, hiring them and paying them. But the details are up to other people. And he would like you to take care of this. Okay, got it. So he can... Stay busy counting his money, or whatever the hell your dad does. Uh, you'll be paid at the conclusion of your services. Um, do wear something nice. What did you have in mind? Normally, Oh, well, this... you know, um, something more formal. I will see what I can put together, <laughs> sir. Excellent. It's not in my Okay. <laughs> Good, I'm going to have to spend money to make money. Perfect. That's just what I want to do. Master Darby. You know that these two families don't really care for each other. Yes. Some bad business blood that went down right. uh, years ago. But if all goes well, it will mean money for your dad and your family as a whole. And they do have a tendency to drink. These people? These people. This whole party that he's having, all together. So it's up to the two of you to figure out how you're going to keep them happy. 
You're the minstrel. How do you keep people happy? I see we need a little clarification. First of all, I'm not a minstrel. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a bard. There's, there's a difference. What's the difference? Uh, well, minstrels are just, are just straight entertainers. Bards can use their music for magic purposes. Requires a little more training, a little more skill. Wow, how very specialized. Yeah. Anyway, normally I keep people happy by just, I play, I have people join in on songs, I talk to them, I start up conversations, and just work the room, shall we say. If you have other more specific direction for these particular people that could potentially be helpful topics to avoid topics mm-hmm. to land on that's useful so i don't accidentally put my foot in my mouth that's a good plan because these as you can probably i guess tell from my attire because your father certainly could these are not particularly my people if really? that makes sense i would not have guessed but I don't doubt your qualifications for the job already. As far as suggestions, raise a lot of toasts. We want to keep that alcohol flowing. Okay. Toast to anything in particular? To business? To your family? To... To my family. To this town. To, you know, any local politicians. We can, you know, just whatever you can think of. Anything that'll make people drink. All right. Avoid... Well, yes. Avoid talking about politics and money but raise toast to politicians yes without being political so like i can raise a toast to the mayor for example right and no one will question it you're just being a loyal citizen got it okay don't talk about his backroom dealings because people have mixed feelings on that well i'm not likely to make a toast to backroom dealings (laughs) to greed to greed i mean as the night goes on probably the toast will tend toward to drinking. That's that's really a safe middle ground. <laughs> I, I think that's good. Is there anything the two of you wish to prepare before the party begins? Well, let me ask you this. My attire isn't, I suppose, what your father would consider suitable. Now, for a bard, I have a decent amount of money, but I'm not sure what he's looking for as far as attire and whether or not I can afford it. As he thinks in his head, I am so much better than you. (laughs) (laughs) Master Darwin, do you have any ideas? Uh, Could we assume my family has a, you know, preferred tailor or something? Yes. I could just be like, alright, alright. Do you, do you wish to hire a tailor to make him a fancy outfit? Yeah, just have him. Just I'll make the arrangements. Go see this tailor. Do you wish to pay for it yourself? Oh, yeah, he's gonna take it out of my personal account. Okay. Uh, do Do you have any money? <laughs> personal money? Charged? Actually, no. So yeah, never does. mind. Let's he charge it to the parents. Twenty-five gold. Yeah, twenty-five gold. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll take you it can out cover out. the cost of this. Ah, cool. It's gonna be a rush job. There'll be a premium. Do you want to go with him to the tailor? I don't know if I can help it. But, I mean, I have to get him there, and I have to tell the tailor mm-hmm. the deal. I guess it's easier if I just go. So the two of you go to a, a lovely tailor's shop in East Karami. It was very cozy. 
There is some incense burning when you walk in. It smells lovely. And there is a lady there. She introduces herself as Detra. Mmm, nice. Detra the Tailor. Have you been here before in person? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know her. She recognizes you. Ah, Master Master Grimm, come on in, come on in. What can I do for you today? This is my new friend from the other side of town. Ah, yes, I can see. Sorry if you're outside of your pocketbook here, Arnis. My father... So regretting taking this job. ...has hired him to play at our upcoming family party. Ah, a little bit of folksy music, I understand. Sure, whatever. And I'm rolling my eyes in my head. You can't see it. Okay. We the just, internal eye roll. We just need him to look, you know, presentable. What about for yourself? Would you like something new? No, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay, okay. As she starts taking your measurements and everything, is there a particular color that he should be dressed in? She asks you, Darvin. Crap. She assumes it's your party, so you would know. Yeah, I don't know. Is there, is there a particular thing. color, like, in your family crest or anything? Yeah, like, blue. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can work with blues. <laughs> Get you something, uh... Are you tan at all, Aronis? I wouldn't say I'm, like, super white, just because of all the travel. Mm-hmm. Right? You see so... What little sun there is, you see more of it than most. Yeah. Okay. I see a little bit of sun. Get a nice, rich blue on you. Maybe some gold sash and... I'll make you look presentable. Sure you will. Detra the tailor is fitting you up in some lovely blue clothes. Would you say Aranis is a fit man? Yeah, pretty fit. Get some good snug pants. A little bit of poofy in the shoulders, though. (laughs) The eyebrows. What? She gave me the eyebrows. See, I'm a bard, so I can wear pants that that are this type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't say like skinny jeans, but no, I know. we're not at Russell Brand levels. I <laughs> no, <laughs> but as far as Darwin over here can tell, yes, you are looking appropriate for a richer circle. Good. You might find it a bit much, a little bit gaudy, perhaps, but it's what's in this season. Yeah, that'll be well, just for one of you rush service. Adetra tells you, oh, that'll be one gold. Done. Is there anything else you'd like to do to prepare for the party? I don't think so. Nope. I already feel marginally too very uncomfortable, so I'd say we're doing well. Okay. So it is the night of the party. There are many, many guests showing up, all looking very fancy, very new clothes, definitely not, like, the good kind of fancy it's more new money fancy. Oof. But it is time to get things going. Master Darvin, it is your job to introduce the entertainment and make sure things go well. Is then like I actually have to introduce him? Or arrange for people to know that, hey, we're having music played. You can do it yourself or you can just make like the butler do it. Yeah, I'll make the butler do it. You're going to make Alfred do it? So yeah. <laughs> Alfred... Introduce this minstrel. Please, this minstrel again. Okay, so uh, again, for, not for a minstrel. I am a bard. There is a difference. We've been over this. For the last time, sir, it's Frederick, not <laughs> Alfred. 
Yes, yes, Freddy. Which name do you want to be? Do you tell him to announce you as? <laughs> I tell him to announce me as Gray the Great, of course. It's my stage name. Okay, just making sure. Very tasteful stage name. It's very humble. The bar he, being humble is not in the uh, not in the repertoire. He grabs a glass uh, filled with some sort of fancy wine, taps on it. Ding 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 ding. Ladies and gentlemen, if I may, uh, please welcome our uh, distinguished uh, artistic guest, Gray the Great. And there, there are polite claps. Perfect. Thank you. As you've got the attention of Google. Frederick, lovely job. May I borrow that glass from you? I'll give it right. Uh, indeed, sir. Thank you, Frederick. First... I would like to raise a glass to our lovely host for this evening, Lord Grimm. Can I see him out there? Yes, he's there. Yes. Lord Grimm. Everybody, please raise a toast with me and we will get this party started to Lord Grimm. Uh, give me a perception check real quick. Probably hates me already. No. Uh, you give me a perception check oh, too. Oh, I Darwin. got a nine. Master Darwin. 20. You can tell that the new Lady Grimm did not appreciate being left out of that post. She took that out as a slight on her part. <laughs> didn't necessarily do that, but I had no contact with her, and so... Well, that's fine, but... It's okay, you like, like our good Master Darvin said, she's the new stepmom, and she is much younger. So she is probably demanding more respect than is actually due her. Oh, and you just earned some rapport from me. I probably won't call you a minstrel again for a while. Oh, I didn't realize that was on purpose. I didn't even do it. What was? You calling her minstrel. Oh, yeah. Him, minstrel. Yeah, yeah, totally. Him, 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 him. People start drinking. And roll performance as you play in the background. Oh, good. Well, I used all my good rolls on the other mission. I got an eight. This is starting really well. It is clear Arnis should have tuned his lute before the performance. In the hole. Apparently walking around town and going to the tailor, you know, something got twanged where it shouldn't have been. Uh, and it's just off-key, and people are trying to make polite conversation, but it's, it's not settling the party down. And at this point, you can see Lord Sefuentes and Lady Marimore have met up in the party. Uh, they both have a drink in their hand. And what begins as polite conversation, and just the basic pleasantries, quickly turns to business, and then turns to how Lord Sefuentes totally screwed her over on some handshake agreement. And things are uh, not going so well between the two of them. What either of you like to do? I'm going to step in and see if I can, you know, diffuse them slash attempt. Sure. Re- redirect their attentions elsewhere. Sure. How would you like to do this? Probably by telling Mr. Syphilis that my... Don't know that. If you want to call him Lord Syphilis to his face, you may. I just can't remember. Syphuentes? Syphuentes. I'll tell Lord Syphuentes that my father requests an audience with him. Okay, uh, roll persuasion. 16. Lord Syphuentes, you can tell, is in a heated argument now with Lady Mary Moore. She's ready to step back. Like She wants time. 
to collect your thoughts and have a good time. He would rather kind of hash this out now. He is accusing her of being the one to back out on a deal by not providing the goods as promised. And he doesn't want to leave until she apologizes to him. Damn. He's pissed off. It's not so much that he's pissed, it's just, you know, rich people get slighted and they think they own the world. At this point, can I say that my song has ended? Yes. My terrible, terrible first song. And I'm just going to sort of address the room to whoever may be listening. I don't expect in large parties for everyone to mm. listen to the entertainment all the time. Oh, yeah. People are um, about, they're so, having more d'oeuvres, there's a little bit of dancing going um, on. I end... Nobody claps, of course, because it's terrible. Yeah, that's a bad song. And uh, I say, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we can all agree that my first tune was perhaps not a big success. We shall hope for better success after I've taken a slight moment to tune my lute. So please, everybody, raise a glass with me to poorly tuned instruments. (laughs) Please roll persuasion. I'm going to roll for the audience. This whole thing is going to end so poorly for me, and I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have so much fun doing it. (laughs) 24. Okay. (laughs) Thank God. Rich and poor alike can agree that musicians screw up and take comfort in looking down on those musicians. (laughs) I'll take it, man. If you want to make yourself the butt of a joke, they're willing to laugh at you. Good. <laughs> that was kind of the point. <laughs> so they all drink, including Lord Sifuentes and Lady Marymore. He's starting to get tipsy. So she. Do you play another song? Yes. All right. What type of song are you playing? After I take a moment to tune. Can I yes. have a bonus for tuning? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Aw, oh, come on. You got a crowd perk already. You don't need an instrument buff. All right. You're probably right. Yes, I play another tune and attempt to make it better than all else Ah, that is better. That's a 16. Right. What kind of song is this one? We got a fast song, this slow one, song. This one, since we've done, a, we've, done, this... we've done a couple of toasts, so it's a little more upbeat. Try to get people to dance a little, maybe? Okay. Not that they're really going to dance at a fancy cocktail party, but just get them tapping their feet a little bit. Maybe bobbing ahead. <laughs> I mean, there's clearly already an older couple who's dancing this very outdated, like, formal dance. I love with, it. With, like, prescribed steps. I love it. It went out of fashion a long time ago. I don't care. But it is what they know. Like, no, this is a party and there's music. This is what we dance. Master Darwin. Lady Marymore is more than willing to let you take this man away from her. Uh, but he does not want to leave. What do you do? What's his name again? Uh, Lord Sifuentes. Si, Sifuentes. Lord Sifuentes... Again, my father would like the honor of your audience with him. To what end? She did Young not man. say. Well, give me reason, and I will go see him. Until then, I have pressing business with the lady. The reason is that you would not want to anger my father. Ooh, social intimidation. I like it. Uh, roll intimidation. Yes. That's, that's pretty good. You won't like him when he's <sighs> Fuck. I got a five. He rolled a two. It turns out that his business has secretly been doing poorly, and he's kind of reliant upon your father and some other people to keep him in good graces, lest he be tossed to the west end of town. So he will go with you. Nice. To go see your father. You have brought Lord Sifuentes to Lord Grimm. What do you do? 
Father? Yes, son. You asked me to fetch you, Lord Zephuentus. Did I? Oh. Yes, you did. I'm going to roll real quick. I'm giving him, like, a wink, too, to help him out. Okay. Because he has to know that there was some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to see real quick uh, which way that goes. Yes, thank you. Um, How's the party going? He's kind of, like, off in an alcove entertaining a couple high-profile guests. Peaceful. That minstrel was a... (laughs) Good choice, I guess. I hate my life right now. <laughs> not a uh, minstrel. He takes... <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> he takes Lord Sofuentes into another room, uh, which is like an art collection room. There's like some old statues and paintings in here. And your dad just starts like going over the history of them and how he bought them. All hoity-toity bullshit. You don't have to be there if you don't want to. Yeah, but you good. can stay around if you want. No, I'm getting out of there. Okay, back to the party. Back to the party. All right. When you return, Lady Mary Moore thanks you for relieving her of that brutish presence. Of course, of course. But tell me, what did your father want with him? Oh, I don't know. Some business matter. These things are over my Ooh. head, you know. So he's going into business with Lord Sofuentes then? Uh, I have no <laughs> idea. You know, if he's looking for partners, I would be more than happy... To assist your father. In what way? In, in any way he might need. I'm a valuable partner in business. Mm, well, maybe I'll tell him that. Okay. Aramis, you've finished playing a very good set this time. An hour or two more into the night. Things are going fairly well. At this point, Lord Sofuentes and Lady Marimor are just kind of talking in separate groups. She approaches him, asking about the uh, the business arrangement that he made with your father. He, of course, insists that there's no such arrangement <laughs> to be made. He's merely showing me artwork. She starts accusing him of you know, backdoor trading, secrecy, all sorts of things, just to kind of like oust her, or to like for the Lord to put himself in a higher position than he deserves. Things are getting tense. What do you guys do? Uh, you say I'm coming. To the end of a... Of a set. Of a set. I'm trying to think of what I can toast next. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't... I haven't had a chance to thank you all for letting me play for you this evening. Mm-hmm. So far, it has been an honor, and I think we can all agree, a lovely party. Soiree. I apologize. A soiree. <laughs> lovely soiree. I feel I was remiss earlier in not thanking one of my gracious hosts... This evening, so please join me in raising a glass to lady, right? Yes. To to Lady Grim, everyone, a toast to Lady okay. Grim. She walks up to the stage to join you. Oh, hello. <laughs> she has a drink in her hand. She is dressed in very nice clothing. She has had too much to drink tonight. Oh dear. Well, I made a mistake. <laughs> That's all right. Everybody makes mistakes. Thank you so much, uh, Gray. It is wonderful to have you here. Let's let's have a song. Do you know uh, the giant in the hills? Giant in the hills. This is a common tune. Or is it... Yes. Yeah. She would like to sing along with you, Lady. I in fact do know that song. Would you care to grab your husband and have a dance to it? N- no, 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 you play, I'll sing. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't realize you were a you were a skilled bard yourself. Are you a good singer? Oh no. Of course, she says. Lady, would you mind terribly? It's hard for me to play and not sing. Would you would you mind terribly if I sang along with you? Fine, you can do the rounds. <laughs> I'll take the lead. Okay, we'll see how it goes, shall we? <laughs> This is a huge mistake. I am so excited right now. Please roll me a performance for this duet you are doing now. This character is with already the, with the drunk lady grin. <laughs> she is performing with disadvantage right oh, now. Oh Jesus! She's drunk. Good God! Got her drink. Oh. I crit. <laughs> wow! She rolled a pair of eighteens. Oh, thank wow. God! She's better when she's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it is in fact. A lovely duet. Awesome. She has a great voice and keeps right in rhythm oh. the whole time. Everybody applauds. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought I was going to get kicked out of this party. What is it they say? Uh, plan for success but hope for failure? <laughs> right? Something like Something that. Ah, like oh. oh, dang it. Okay, yeah. It's a very lovely song. When it's done, she thanks you for your time. No, this is not that kind of party. You would not have a tip jar out. No, 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 no. I was going to say she tips you, but no. I, not at this um, thing. And I... Uh, but she does give you a hug, and... Uh, she does sing wonderfully when she's drunk. <laughs> and she removes herself down into the audience after the song, and she bows Profusely. As she's as she is making her way back into mm-hmm. the crowd, I say, ladies and gentlemen, one more round of applause for the enchanting Lady Grimm. Uh, <laughs> Master Darwin, you find yourself this with character kills uh, me. <laughs> Lord Sapprentice and Lady Marimore. They are both very impressed at your stepmom singing ability. As am I. And they ask you, did you know she was such a talent? I had no idea. You must First be, I've heard of it. You must be so proud to have a talented mother. She's not my mother. Did you say Did you that? Did you say that? Oh, oh, Darwin. Oh, good old Master Graham. Foot in mouth disease. Lord, my Lord Sofuentes just gives you, like, a knowing grin and an elbow. But Lady Marimore just... What? How would... Could you not be... What? She is your family. She has married your father in due accordance with the law. She is, by right, your mother, and she's owed every respect. Well, I suppose you're right. It is good to know that she's at least good for something. Oh. 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 Lawrence Fuentes chuckles under his breath momentarily. Uh, Unfortunately, Lady Barrymore can hear this and see this. Good sirs, you should take that back and go apologize to the good Lady Grimm. Okay, take it back. I promise I will go apologize to her. Oh wait, I don't say I promise. Okay then, Uh, she takes you by the arm and starts walking over towards your mother, your stepmother. Hey, did you want to go see my dad? Oh? You, You said you might have some business offerings for him. I'm sure he would gladly hear you out. I would demand a private meeting. I can arrange that. Do you legit plan to do this? Yeah. Okay, roll persuasion. 
Uh, you're certainly throwing out a very tasty line for her. 17. Yes, yes, she's willing to do this thing. So your father is out on a balcony. There's like a half moon out tonight. Lots of stars. Uh, and he is enjoying a nice, like, dessert wine in his own thoughts. Ah, uh, Darwin. Wasn't expecting to see you out here. What? Hmm. Something I can do. Is everything going all right in the party? Yeah, yeah. Party's great. Um, I brought you Lady Mary Moore. She wanted to discuss some things with you. He kind of turns to the side and whispers to you, is, is everything going all right with her and Sofuentes? So far. I, uh, yeah, I whisper that back. So far. That's fine. You're able to have a, a whispered talk here real quick. So she can be trusted right now. Those two aren't fighting, right? Well, they're trying to, but I keep separating them. So she's... He's trying to find out if you think she's going to try to sabotage him. So oh. Like, is she here for legitimate business, or is this more of an underhanded deal, you think? I see. I, I, I don't trust her. I think she's probably up to something. But All right. if we can keep her distracted... He thanks you and dismisses you back into the party. Aranus, you've got time for one more song. You wish to dazzle the crowd. I certainly wish to try, because why the hell not? It's not going to get better than that crit, though. That's for sure. Yeah, that bought you the whole rest of the evening right there. It's not terrible. It's not great either, but it's a 12. Okay. You play more than well enough for this crowd. And as you're finishing up your last song, both of you can notice Lady Marimore come back in. And uh, give me a give me an insight check. Okay, she has like the biggest self satisfied grin on her face ever. Whoa, that's not how I expected that to go. Don't worry about it. But yeah, the rest of the party seems to go very well, thanks to an outstanding duet between Aranus and Lady Grimm. Before she gets too drunk to socialize, she promises she will invite you back someday for another soiree. I'm not buying you more clothes. Take care of those. Oh, she gets to keep those clothes? Or he gets to keep those clothes? I'm going to wear them. Okay. You can pull off the tight pants. That's really what it is. No one can pull off tight pants. Them tight, tight pants. They're hard to get off. (laughs) Uh... So you managed to have a nice party where things did not get out of hand too much. And maybe some dealings happened between your dad and those two uh, rich folk. And everyone remembers that amazing first song. Man, that lute player, once he once he tuned his lute, he was on fire. <laughs> okay. Shit. Uh, any last things you'd like to do before the party ends? Went well. Get no. paid. I don't like parties. As you're wrapping up, Frederick approaches you uh, with a small purse of coin. Thank you, Frederick. It was a pleasure, sir. Do hope to see you again someday. We shall see you, <laughs> Frederick. All right, and he hands you a little coin purse. Thank you. Here's your tip. Again. He's, oh, yeah, I'm going to take it. All right, cool. You go away, and you've got five silver. This paid very well. I'd like to think the Waynes, I mean the Grimms, would pay well. Darvin, your dad thanks you for making sure Arnis was there and handling any situ- potential situations. Yes, father. Mm-hmm. Back to the monastery with you then. Yes, father. When do you when do you think you'll be back? Oh, as soon as I possibly can, I'm sure. 
Okay. And we have a nice little party there. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Skyrim Podcast or email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, where you can like and follow us, or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time.